0: slash zane don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash zane to get an extra three months of expressvpn for free hello
1: hello there we go yeah yeah how do i get full screen on this bitch i'm the worst
0: dude
1: you're old old, but you know how to do it well
0: yeah you know
1: can i see can everybody see me am i on what is this recorded live no no it's just recorded i'm just kidding how are you Good to see you, Aaron Putnam. How are things? Things are pretty good, man. i um, just, you know, calendar, uh, filling the calendar every month by month these days because of COVID. So they're none of that book six months in advance stuff, but uh, things are good. Spending a little bit of time in Michigan these days as far as performing. Uh, some stuff.
0: Is that um? Is that, you know, is that like a call venues? Can I appear? I mean, how does it work? I mean, cause it's,
1: Oh, oh well, you know, I, I got a manager, so, you know, that, that helps a little bit, but it's also did. It's just like a finagling the money, see if it's worth it. What's going on. See where I'm banned, you know, where, you know, where I'm blacklisted, funny business. <laughs> for one
0: <laughs> no i i've i've heard stories i've heard good and bad about the dude, folks over they're there. what
1: they're dude they're fine like i got love for people that, that want to work with them i don't care i never actually i never submitted them for anything um because i do my you know whatever i just it, it never because i know the money's not great long story short though someone tried to bring me to grins with them and i, I guess the girl was like i emailed them after and got an explanation but uh Uh, they're, they're like, she's like, Aaron Putnam is going to come with me. they're like, do you have somebody else? And I heard that, you know, me, I'm a kind of a upfront guy. So I emailed, uh, Jameson and he forwarded it to the chick that does it. I've never met her. And she just says, no, nothing personal. We just, we'd like to work with people that, uh, don't work with our competition. I'm like, well, he Uh owes Michael Rappaport, he owes Michael Rappaport 60 K. So I guess that's over. You're talking about Donnie, <laughs> Donnie boy. This ain't bowling. This ain't bowling pins, baby. Oh shit! Oh uh, my I, I, god. god. God bless him. I don't really know what happened, but um, I did step in and fix a couple shows because I knew the comics are on it, and I am working Grand Rapids with the Listening Room. That those those guys are great. Yeah,
0: I know that. that. I good. saw that. I now wait a minute. I see Ambrosia Theater too. Is that well, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, we that's uh uh we have that for the show Friday. This was kind of a last minute thing. So okay. We couldn't get it so we're gonna roll in there and do that see if uh right now there's about 12 tickets sold so that's you know it is what but, it is wait a minute i'm confused two shows two places no uh just the thing on friday is just the one show yeah it's not selling very well uh i was just i was just chatting about how grand rapids does have a great scene going on i'm mostly listening room is where i would do it okay but, yeah this show that done doing friday is at ambrosia theater on east town I, I guess Yes. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. I'm looking at it right now. Um, yes. Uh, Zach O'Ryan. Yes. Um, What I'll do is I'll link up in the uh, show notes of this, the link for people to get tickets to see you. So
1: appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let me, let me, yeah. Things
1: are good, man. Bobby and I are coming back. Um, Oh, no, thanks. Yeah. There you are. There you are. I'll
0: let, nice. Did you Go do blue, huh? did you do that or do they do that?
1: No, Z- Zach. Ambrosia Theater, basically, it's just, it's ran by James Brown, that comic. So I don't know what they do. They don't have any kind of web. There's a lot of things they don't have as far as getting the link even out to people, which I realized. So I was like, all right, I need to fix this. So they don't have a lot of uh, traction, I guess. Good little room though. It's cute. And, um, you know, cheap to run, get, you know, giving us most of the door, obviously. But uh, yeah, and Zacho did that flyer, the Michigan thing. I don't know who knows. So, uh,
0: now with the Friday thing, and then Saturday is Listening Room.
1: No, Saturday is Detroit. Sorry.
0: Fuck! Why when did show. I? Why did I go? What did you say about the Listening Room?
1: Is that just a venue that you occasionally will actually be there? Well, you're you're dealing with my ADHD, so we started talking, and I wanted to tell you about Listening. So I threw that in there and derailed you, and th- th- here we are. <laughs> That's what's you, going on. Are you like me? Do you have ADHD? Dude, I have it so bad. Like I've had it my whole life. I'm old enough where they didn't diagnose it. They're just like, oh, he's a little bit, maybe a little special. Let's not, not special ed, but like, you know, let's get him through school figure it, and figure out I'm dyslexic. But yeah, the ADHD, I mean, I have it through the roof, dude. I can't, I'm listening to an audio book called the ADHD Advantage. Guess what? There's some, there's hints in there, clues, uh, information to make you extremely successful. It's like a superpower. If you can pay attention long enough to figure out what the fuck they're telling you. So there I am. I'm
0: glad you say that because first of all, um, I'm I'm encountering more and more people who are like you and I. And, sure, sure. Um, I I I took the test with uh, a uh, a mental health specialist and uh, sure. And you know, a, a, after the test, he goes, "Okay, yeah, Eric, I uh, I I see it all the time. You absolutely are, and that that is yeah. you. You do have AD. I go, oh my God, what do I do?" He goes, "Nothing,
1: nothing. Yeah." <laughs> And he's like, no, wait, are you um an active drug addict? Because if you are, we could get you some Adderall and then you could be cracked out. You know, it's wild. Yeah,
0: he's like, You've already adapted. He goes, You already use it, you know, to your advantage. Yeah. He goes, You've figured it out by now. You don't don't do anything. Just
1: Well, let me ask you this then. So I think I know what my strong points are, anyways. Like for me, you know, they used to call me like in New York, they call me like the chiseler at this restaurant because I could chisel Anything that needs to be done, they send me like send send the cleaner or whatever to get something done quick. If under pressure, chaotic, I'm my best. If things are like, you give me a forty hour a week job with PTO, and I'll, if I had a, you know, I never had one, but uh, you know, I I get bored. I'm moving around. I put things off. You know, it's just weird, man. I don't know. It's got to be more than that to become Richard Branson or somebody. <laughs> they're like, you guys all have a superpower. I'm like, I doubt it.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I just it's just enough to keep the car on the road. That's all I'm looking sure. to do, keep the car on the road until I can retire one day.
1: Right. I mean, I'm sure it turned me in it partially is the reason I was an addict, an addict, though, because you feel like you're not smart. Like, you feel you struggle with certain things. So I think it does do something to you in that way, a lot of people. But, you know, yeah. they'll give Adderall to anyone. But, like, you know, who knows? At the, for the most part, yeah, life has gotten this far. Why screw screw with it too much? But
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. Sure. Um. So okay, you know, and uh, when i I've, I've talked to you in the past, and you've talked about uh, how you the way you are organized and the way you can do things. You do a lot of work behind the scenes for other comics too, like Bobby Kelly, friend of yours, and, sure, and that sure. whole Creeps Creeps with Kids tour, which was outstanding. Yeah, um, yeah uh, Is that is that taking a lot of your time
1: still to this dude, day? Dude, honestly, it's like one of those things where when I first started doing like booking people that I could open for, it's because one, I don't regret it, but it's like I did it because I had agendas to like get on these shows and maybe I wasn't even ready. You know what I mean? Now, like, Now I do quite well usually. And I got a lot of time, and um, so I kind of put it on the back burner because then I started getting to this thing where I don't want to be known as a booker because then because I had that stink on me, and at least with me that I thought I didn't deserve some of the stuff I was getting. So I re, I regrouped on all that, but now it's like a no brainer. Like you know, I have so many bookers hit me up about things that I might as well book people's shows for them and get I get commission on those. So I guess I am kind of industry at this point half an, I mean, I'm, I do both, you know what I mean? Like it's a do it yourself business anyway. So why not? I know everybody, all the agents, all the comics. So, I mean, so I definitely embraced it this year. Like I'm going to book a lot of stuff that I'm not on, you know what I mean? Just to you know get some cash on those and bring people through. So yeah, that's, it does that's... keep me busy, but it's better than doing nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't sit around these days. Nobody's going to re- remember to call me every day. Oh, I've got to give Aaron some work. You know what I mean? So my whole Voltron kind of thing is me booking myself, me are work- opening for these other guys, and then me actually having a manager that sends me out for headlining gigs for me in much smaller rooms. Obviously, yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's the hustle, and you and yeah, you dude. and you do this, and then I mean, like for me, it's different because it's well, it's kind of different because it's the only thing I I count on is the podcast. But I'm constantly sure. in the mindset of just keep doing it. And something yeah. positive is going oh, to happen. The day no. you stop is the day that you have no chance yeah. of anything. Oh, good sure. happen, you know,
1: you believe, you believe that too. I do. I absolutely believe that you just keep, keep, uh, like when I used to audition a lot in New York for like films and stuff, like, you know, I had people tell me, you quit worrying about what other people got, like just keep gathering bullets or like, you know, just your arsenal, just keep working, keep going. And then when someone is ready to grab you, you're so ready that you're just like, and that's the kind of mindset you have to have. And yep. you know the happy baby thing that I have. I was just talking to my wife about it. Just because I've been doing it now like five years, it does have a name and people know it. And like it does book things. You know what I mean? So it's like you put the time in, you keep showing up. That's it. Ninety-eight percent of it's being there. You know.
0: Yep. Yep. And then absolutely if, true. And then uh, when that opportunity does present, it's like all right, okay, this sure. is what I was talking about. I I said to my wife the other day, I said I have a feeling something really, really big is going to happen. I don't know. I, I I'm have I have a um tendency to have a uh, uh you know when I'll, I'll I'll have premonitions. I don't know if you have Sure.
1: No. That. Yeah. My wife. I, my wife has them. Yeah.
0: I have those, and um, and it isn't so much about saying. Hey, this is gonna happen. Or I'm making sure. a bold prediction. Just something's buzzing, spider sense, or something's going on. You feel it in your belly. Yeah, you bit. feel like yeah. something positive is gonna happen. And then um I, I I've started to be more aware of it. And uh sure. and I, I don't know. I just I, for some reason I feel like there's something big coming. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I hope so, just, man. Yeah, likewise. We'll go together. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, you know,
1: yes. I, I I realized in some ways I was talking to actually to Bobby about it a while ago. And I was talking about the business. He goes, dude, and just you made it. I go, what do you mean you made I made it. He goes, look at your life and then gets that gratitude thing where it's like, if in the big scheme of things, I don't have a day job, I'm married, I got a beautiful wife, and stepsons, and dogs, and um, a house, you know, all of a sudden it's like, that's kind of making it too. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, it's hard enough to find something you want to do with your life and then you're able to survive and then everything else becomes gravy. That's the attitude I have towards it now. Cause it's always going to be a climb. It's never going to end, you know, unless you quit.
0: You ever get anybody who tries to cut you down? Oh yeah. I mean, really, sure. really just try to try to hurt you and then call you. you know and what? Say, I, you know, I, I, I get that from time to time because I'm, I'm loud and obnoxious and people don't like me. So you're putting at- it out there
1: and uh, you know what it is, you're putting something out and I'm not saying you don't have listeners from all over, but you know, these smaller markets, these people think that their pedestrian opinion is important. And it's an, it's inter- interesting to me how they react, you know, how we have to react to, it, but it's like, there's always going to be someone talking crap or whatever, but right, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't get that too much to my face. Cause I'd probably like I don't know. I'd probably get pretty aggressive. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) I definitely don't get it to my face. That's always, I feel less I mean,
1: and, and I do stay off. I mean, they're usually young, young 20 something punks that have something to say about my jokes. You know, you talk about Mac Miller, they come and they get on your page, but you know, any publicity is good publicity for me, but yeah, people are mean in general online. I mean, definitely like the stuff that's been said about me online. If that was said to my face, I'd be in jail right now. I mean, it's like crazy. They never would, you know, it's crazy.
0: Um, how much of your time lately has been involved with you uh, writing, writing material and coming up with things? Is that, writing, is that constantly
1: I'll, happening with you? I wish I could say that I should, you know, I should, you know, that's the best advice I ever got is write every day, no matter what, you know, even if it's just free flow, whatever, what happens with me is I get an hour and then I work that hour and then I go on the road and then I feel like I should keep doing that hour. Cause I know it kills. And then, so yeah, I should be writing a little hard right now. I got about half of an hour written. And I'm just working in little bits every time I have a set. So then we'll see where I get, but I need to write more for sure. No writing just to keep it going. Uh, I write on my feet though.
0: Do you ever like see things that happen in the world and then you're inspired to write, no matter what it may be, it could be something good, something bad. And then, and some of that stuff should see the light of the light of day. Some of it should not.
1: Right. I mean, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and often I feel like what I think is important is often not what's like clickbait, like, hot topic bullshit so i just dig hard into my shit and my point of view or something and that's all i can do you know what i mean i mean i wish i was a little more up, up on commentary and stuff because that might be give me some better small little chunks you know what i mean i mean i didn't know i didn't know anything about that yang i didn't know anything about that because i don't read the news or anything so like news to me is always like the last i'm the last to know
0: what do you think about when a comic and i didn't do this but a friend of mine uh, named Stu McAllister. So, I know yeah. Okay, good. He he saw a comedian shortly after the guy for the Buffalo Bills went down with a cardiac arrest. Was was I don't I don't know the joke, but was was making a joke about that. And too soon I, for yeah, Stu. I, too I, soon. Well, Stu didn't say it. Stu, with the uh, he was pissed off because someone. No, was I'm saying say
1: it. it's too soon for him because he loves the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> does he like anything that does well? No, I'm saying, no, 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 they're finally doing well. <laughs> I, I love Stu. I mean, I, I means to go way back. Oh, oh that's Mark. hilarious. He must be so uh, over the moon about this this Bills team this year. I do know that.
0: Yeah, I think he's. Um, you know, he they were very good last year too. And, uh, yeah. and so I, I think he's very, very cautiously optimistic. Now, I, I I can't, I mean, outside of the Lions, which is my team, I, I can't think of a team more deserving than the Bills or that, that I want to win just because of what sure, they sure. you know,
1: I mean, these days, can't you just buy your team? I mean, isn't it all about money? These people will jump for a nickel. So it's not about like I play with the Steelers until I retire like Terry Bradshaw. These guys don't give a shit who they play for.
0: Yeah, it's true. Some <laughs>
1: living in Florida, guess I'm going over here. they don't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, that's really sad what happened to that guy because that's brutal.
0: Yeah, they, yeah.
1: They, how hard did he get hit for that, you know?
0: Yeah, it was really really weird. I just I was surprised that yeah, that somebody would actually make a joke about it so soon. I thought that maybe like an Ari Shafir type could possibly pull it yeah, off. Well,
1: I think I think Ari learned his lesson actually.
0: I think yeah he has. It, it was,
1: I mean, not that he doesn't. He he sh- he deserves to be able to do what he's always done. But man, he, I was in the car with DeRosa when it happened. We were in Pittsburgh and we saw the tweet. And Joe knows him really well. He goes, "Fucking Ari!" Like of all the ones to do, like everybody loves Kobe Bryant, dude. Everybody. Oh, that was rough. Dude. But yeah. he, he true to true to him, he's like, dude, that's what I do. But then you know, I think it was pretty. It was a pretty rough kind of bounce back. Not that he wasn't still working, but you know, now he's got the highest viewed YouTube special Jew is amazing. You know, like he, he definitely needed to, he had to flip a few things around.
0: I know what's interesting though, is we're talking about it now. And so I think that, that, that if, if he somehow managed to create that fucked up niche, I mean, I, I, I can't, you can't really, God, that's, it's straight. I couldn't do it. I know I couldn't do it, but uh, if,
1: you I know. know what he's doing. And it's like, you know, that's really what it is. It's like, you don't have to like the bit, but it's like, you know, he's going to go for it. You know what I mean? No. But I think everybody was so shocked that Kobe Bryant was dead that I, I, nobody was ready. It was like, Oh no. Right. Dude, the, all those Hollywood guys, man, whatever, not even going to start talking about famous comics. I don't even really know. I know a couple of them that are out there, but you know, nobody had his back on that dude. Like they're, they're, those LA dudes, they're Hollywood enough where they don't want no shit. And they, right. you know, they play the game, they play the game, you know, and then I'm, all the New York guys really had his back. You know what I mean?
0: Right. I think it's to me, like when I, when I saw it, I, I reacted, there was a visceral reaction, but I look back oof. on that now. And my reaction is more of, Oh no, what the fuck? You know, like that. Yeah. But I've, it's softened. I'm not sure. I, I I've learned to not get uh, wound up when they do that shit. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, sure but yeah, I I stay away from that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's definitely, that is tough,
1: but you know, he's on to other things, but you know, he's always the thing I hope everyone knows about him is that he'd give the shirt off his back to most comics he knows. And he's a very kind person. It's literally all just bullshit.
0: Absolutely. You know, absolutely. you know.
1: And and he was making a point, you know, kind of like, well, you know, he did sodomize that girl. Who knows if that's true? I don't fucking know. He's the mama. He's a mama, man.
0: I think, I think that there's something in the world though, when the when the amount of when the appropriate amount, when a certain amount of time passes, and it's it's mm. harder to do now because the internet is written in ink. But you look at some of the gigantic moments of horrible behavior and or sure. crimin, criminal activity. Sure. The people versus OJ Simpson a whole new generation of people were introduced to that story. And because of that show, they were like, Hey, I like OJ. You know what I mean? I like OJ. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, No, I totally, I mean, there's a way to kind of be, that's another thing, you know, written in like written in stone, like, you know, like Louis said, like when you do it online, it goes to Congress. So like, if you're just sitting around, if you're on stage, even I have a bit that I pulled offline because I kind of, it ruffled some feathers with an ax and stuff. And it was just, it it was problematic where I didn't want to get into it with her, but it's like, you know, you know, like that should have just stayed in the club that night. It killed in front of the 200 people that were there and I should have left it alone. Instead, my guy put it out online. I was like, because it's hard to get rid of it then. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it is because you can say some of the most heinous shit, like talking to me or whatever, as a joke, you're just, I mean, sure, sure. But when then, it's yeah. written
1: down, Oh yeah. no, that's a million times worse. I mean, that, that's how we remember everything now. And it's like, you can't get rid of all the length. If someone even, comments on it, then there's another link of like the story, you know, the clickbait of like the whole, th- him saying it, he can pull it down. It's still there. You know what I mean? Right. And right. I think for the most part, you know, I think he's chilled out on that kind of stuff or what, well, you know what? No one's died lately. So. <laughs> there were,
0: I was reading an article that uh comedy kind of had war waged against it in the past year. Do you, do you, what, what do you think about that?
1: I'll tell you what's going on at least, you know, I can only speak for like how it's affecting me. Uh, regardless if, you know, we need diversity or not, what's happening now is it's turned completely. And when I say diversity, I mean like, you know, if you have to have a lineup with two women, two this, two that, or whatever, you know, it's like the person that's getting bumped out of that in my, usually in my experience is like, I'm like, Hey, remember me? I'm the one way. Yeah. You know, there's just, but the problem is is there's just so, so many of us doing comedy, but yeah, I see a lot of that where it's like, you know, it's not that don't call it cancel culture really. I think it's just, I think Michael Chase said it, it's like the, the whole book has been rewritten. So when when the agents, the industry, the bookers, the clubs, everyone, they're all going, no, we really want to mess with these TikTok viral things or whatever. It's changed and either get on board and start trying to still be uh liked, you know what I mean, and draw, or like get out, get off because comedy's never gonna go back to you know, Greg Giraldo screaming whatever he wants and all that, you know, the whole late night. I should have been a nineties comic, you know. That that was my sweet spot. But yeah, there's a lot.
0: Uh, but, do, you, do you think that audience members go into comedy shows with uh, maybe uh, they're, they're almost like uh, wanting to get cranky with the comic to some degree. Yes, ab-
1: absolutely. Because what I've seen, and I said it to a girl, I got, I got a, 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 some tape of it too. Like this, it's a classic thing. You now the arms crossed like this and kind of looking like, say something, say something I don't like, I'm I'm listening. You know what I mean? And I brought it up on stage and I was messing with her and she laughed. And so she didn't, didn't know she was doing it even, but I was like, that kind of stuff is because comedy is so popular right now, like probably a pretty high, high right now where you're getting people that, Oh, I like comedy. Why? Oh, because it's cool now or whatever. So those people do not necessarily understand how, how the whole thing's really going. They don't know how to act in the club. They feel like the person's talking just to them and they're embarrassed or what it's just all that stuff. So yeah, basically what it comes down to is the people that are going out to see shows, A lot of them are just kind of pedestrian, you know, like kind of uh, what do you call it? Uh, It's not their main focus for any kind of fun. It's probably top in the maybe in the top five of things they want to do on a Friday, but not not number one, two or three, maybe four or five. You know, so it's
0: it's interesting because uh, comedy at local venue, the audience is a million times different than comedy going to see Dave Chappelle. You know, oh, for sure. You know what I mean? It's just well, like, yeah. you've got so much more to contend with because they're there to talk amongst their friends or get drunk or whatever the fuck. Sure. sure. And they, and they may see something funny and they may become a new fan. If if yeah, lucky sure. And, sure. and hopes to, but it's, it's harder to do what you do than like someone like Dave would do. Once you get to that point where they're going to, wow, you know, they're number one. Sure. Fans. sure.
1: Yeah. He's got pro- I mean, I, like even what Seinfeld said, but it's like, you know, for five minutes, they give me a pass. But then after that, I got to be funny. But I don't even know if that's true these days. People that go to a Chappelle show, he could stick a you know, firecracker up their ass. They wouldn't care. You know what I mean? They're, right, they're right. just, they're, they're licking his boots. You know, it's fine. I'm not saying those shows don't murder. I would never, I mean, pay to go s- that much to go see, you know, it's just, it's not like a club. Club club comedy, you really get a gauge of people. You really do. How, how they, because they're, they're a little more used to you know, what to do, how to laugh and stuff.
0: Yep. Do you have a favorite comedian of
1: all time? Of all time, uh, you know what? It's, it's it's for me, and I I know like they sleep on him, but Greg Giraldo is my favorite comic.
0: I thought you were going to say that because you mentioned him earlier, and he's one of my favorites. I had a pleasure of speaking to him before his task, kid. You should, his
1: his kid is uh, doing comedy, and he's amazing. He's a good kid. Yeah, Greg Giraldo Jr. Look him up online. Wow, he, he runs wow. an open mic. Um, uh, who took him on the road? Uh, ATEL took him a couple places. You know everyone's excited he looks just like uh greg except for like you know obviously much younger than even when greg started he's like he's a baby he's like 19 but uh yeah dude it's awesome just to have a little greg left around that or carlin you know it's just weird because the the guys i idolize are people that i don't think i could ever be good at how they do it you know like like uh carlin like it's just there's not a lot of carlin Like there's a lot of people that can do prior there's a lot of people that can do even louis or whatever you know like you know, copy their cadence a little bit or look up to them. But, man, like Geraldo, just the writing and the looseness, just the whole package, you know, it's wild.
0: Gallagher He's died like, Gallagher died not long ago. Were you familiar with Gallagher's work at all?
1: I, I, I knew his work, obviously, but I not, probably not enough that there probably was a time in his life when he did just have a straight hour. He did. You know, but, uh, yeah, I just think what happened with him is, you know, you get more and more conservative as you get older, unless you work on it. And I think I read that he had some real weird yeah. personal views. I was like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. He fucking, I remember
0: one time years ago, we're talking like 1994. ninety-four. Uh-huh. He showed up at a radio station I worked at in Saginaw, Michigan. And right. uh, he says to me that he had to go get shit for the show. And we went to a goddamn grocery store, and I we bought we bought the order. It's all the That's cantaloupes and water.
1: <laughs> Such a crazy dude! Yeah. What yeah. is the? You know, it's funny. I'm sure he was killing in Vegas.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the and then he was so, his brother started. to, Did you hear that part of the story? His brother no, started no. to do his act. He asked permission to do his act as That's Gallagher
1: Two. <laughs> Gallagher Two. So does They're he have a big bald and, dome? Does he look like him he a little bit? Just like him. No one knew. It was so fucking weird, man. Yeah, th- their dad has probably passed away now. He's probably like, "How did I end up with two fucking idiots?" <laughs> yeah. Just, God, what's wrong with my balls? Holy this shit. is horrible. No, but um, you know who is underrated and actually kind of a nice guy is Carrot Top. People give him shit. He's he's a real ass dude, man.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. sorry,
1: you got you know you went viral with whatever the you fuck. Know?
0: Remember that yeah, scene when Greg. said what the fuck happened to your face oh yes i
1: forgot what roast it was (laughs) dude i'll never forget uh that tough crowd episode when he when he roasted leary and uh colin quinn asked uh, dennis he's like you want me to take that out he goes no man that's it's not about that because he really caught him off guard. But uh, you know, Larry thought they were just chatting, and you know, Geraldo's just so smart; he has all that information already in his head, so he was firing off. But uh, that was that was a wild one. He, he knows how to really get you.
0: That's you know? that's fantastic. Gonna stay uh, off the axes. Yeah, that's that'll do it every time. Um, I'm I'm glad you're healthy. I you're doing okay. Every every you know, I mean, I know everything's good. You know. That is awesome, right there with you. I'm proud of you. I think you're doing a great job. I'm looking forward to, uh, to you being in the area. Holy crap! So you got it. Yeah. Friday? You at the, um,
1: yeah, I would love to. Let's see, Friday. I'll, I'll reserve you. I'll reserve you a couple tickets.
0: Um, what time? Because I got a hockey game Friday I night. I think it's eight. Oh I'll shit! Probably go, yeah, you got know, you're, you're you're not doing two shows?
1: No, nah, I wish we were drawing. I mean, it was kind of last minute, but um, you know, th- just um, put a. Uh, February 11th on your calendar. Then it comes to Bobby at uh, listening room. Oh,
0: that will be great. Uh, oh, well, actually, okay. I got a hockey game then too. I do PA work for the local hockey team. Gotcha. Doesn't but...
1: Don want that job? No, he does it somewhere. Else. <laughs> I feel so bad. I'm not trying to kick a man I, when he's down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I, I talked a
0: little bit about on my Patreon that, The things have kind of, uh, gone south for our pal Donnie and I, I I think he's okay.
1: Yeah, I think he is. I think he just got in over his head. And the thing, the thing that I tell all those comics that also ruined their whole, whatever little bit of traction they had as a local comic, I go, did you learn your lesson not to get online and shit on funny business and think you're taking over the world and look where you are now. Now you can't do either. You know what (laughs) I mean? But, uh, you know, Don, I'd never known Don to be, um, funny with the money. So I don't know what it really came down yeah. to, but you know, it could be like Robin Peter to pay Paul when one show doesn't go well, like creeps of kids in Chicago, dude, that guy owed me money. That dude from that theater for yeah. a month and a half. So, you, you know, you people, finally
0: got, that was the show that I saw you at.
1: Oh yeah, dude. I said, you know, besides the lighting being messed up and all that, but it was a great show. And I told him basically right before Christmas, that was in November when we did the show, I said, without saying too much, if you don't pay me today, I'm coming to your house. You know, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, and he just, and, and he, all of a sudden his accountant magically came up with it. They flipped my money, dude. That's all. Wow. They, paid, they paid like insane clown posse or something from the week before. Who knows what they did, you know? Cause I, I knew that's why they wanted to do their ticketing. So I do all my own ticketing now. But, yeah, all
0: right. I well, I'm, all right, uh, brother. I want people to go see you. And I, all the notes are all the uh, info is in the show notes, Aaron Putnam. You're a, a great dude to talk to. And I'm so glad you're able to spend time.
1: Appreciate you, brother, man. We'll see you soon. And let um, me know when any show you want to go to. Thank Later. you, Aaron. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.